When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to D&D and D, the dinner party role-playing podcast, where I, your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, no, where I stuck putting that no. where in there. Dude. I even practiced this morning. Oh, That's God. so cute. I thought I heard something weird. <laughs> Welcome to D and D and D, the dinner party role playing podcast. I'm your host and judge master, James Gressel, and with me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Not all the fun no. people. Most of the fun people. Say hey. hi, fun people. Only, th- only three fun people today. Only three fun people. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Chelsea's not feeling well. Uh, we wish her a uh, speedy. Everything's fine. Normal. Not feeling well. Um, but uh, not up for recording uh, today. Uh, so we're going to do an impromptu D and D and D and D discussion episode where uh, I tweeted out a few minutes ago that we're going to be answering some of your questions on Twitter. So we're going to be doing that today. Uh, I hope well, they're good. I've poked through. I hope they're good questions. They better be very good. There's yeah, and funny yeah. to answer. They better be clever. <laughs> they better make me ponder. I haven't pondered in a good minute. I no, want, you have. I want some, dumb ones. <laughs> there are some real gems like this one from friend of the show, Ross, who asks y'all like ham. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Thanks, Ross, for the question. <laughs> I love ham. Oh, that doesn't need ham. Right. What? Chelsea doesn't need ham. Beth Chelsea. Yeah. Either. Chelsea and Beth. know. I ham. Have, have OK, ham here's my take on ham. Ready? Uh-oh. I was a vegetarian for a long time. And then I started working with a nutritionist and she encouraged me to eat chicken again. So I sometimes eat chicken now. And when I eat red oh, yeah. meat, it makes my stomach hurt. But sometimes Mike makes breakfast sausages and I have a couple breakfast sausages. So I'm, I'm currently mm-hmm. at the spot in my life where I'm like mostly vegetarian slash vegan, but I will not, if somebody prepares a, a beautiful meal for me and it has ham in it, I'm going to have a little bit of ham. Well, if it's beef, I'll have a little bit of beef. Well, if it's lamb, I'm gonna have a little bit of lamb. Well, if it's veal, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the line is drawn. That's the baby yeah, one. No right? baby one. Yeah. I don't know anybody no who babies. would serve me veal. No babies, no babies, no babies. You never. I would. Yeah, you would serve yeah, me veal. Russell would have. I, yeah, well, really. I I probably wouldn't serve you veal, but I would serve Mike and James. Oh, I would eat veal. veal. I I would I would I would make a meal with veal. Yeah. I would I would request that you did not. Make me veal, Mike. You would eat, and then if you a made veal, veal? I, I, I probably I wouldn't. Would you butcher the lamb yourself, Gressel? Eventually, I do want to do whole animal butchery. I feel like you have to you, at you some should. point. Don't start with yeah. baby lambs. No, if, if you're gonna, <laughs> no. if you're gonna eat meat, I feel like it's something that you need to understand. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, I know. I love pigs so much. My love for Papo is not a character trait. That is a James trait. <laughs> and so I feel bad that I eat pork, but I do. One last thought on ham. Ham is a breakfast food. It's not for dinner. Um, uh, coming hmm. from the guy who literally is always saying that you can eat breakfast food anytime. It's true. But but there is there is like like the way that some people do like Easter ham where it's like a honey baked ham and like scalloped potatoes and whatever. And it's served with no, like it, dinner accoutrement pineapple. That's that's, that's great. That's, well, ham and grilled pineapple is amazing. Yes. Exactly. But like, and that doesn't sound necessarily like a breakfast food to me. That sounds like I, a I personally yeah, that sounds like a dinner mm-hmm. food would never choose to have like a piece like a like slices of ham for dinner as like the main meat course. Of I think dinner. we did I think that that's for bonkers. Uh, Christmas it's only or Christmas. Thanksgiving. One of the yeah. holiday gifts we did. It's a that very same. popular, regularly, yeah, holiday thing, and I because it's a lot of meat for not a lot of money. But it, it oh, I think thanks. It's, Just it's, put my family on blast, dude. That's <laughs> cool. Wow. Oh, we had it too. Wait, you put my family. A on lot blast. of people have it. My my family would have it too, but it's I. It's not. I don't think it's a good. 
dinner meat. There's better dinner what meat. What makes a good dinner meat, Gressel? There is a... Ham tends to be very salty and um, tough. Oh, then you get the nightmares. <laughs> you eat that before bed. Mm. Uh, I, I just... I prefer, you know, dinner meats to be more succulent than ham well, tends to be. Well, here, I, I know we're talking so much about ham for dinner, but I feel like it's ham for dinner for holiday. I don't I don't think yeah, I've ever yeah. had just I've, ham and mashed no potatoes ca- no on like a, on a Tuesday. Ham dinners. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's a holiday that you have ham because pigs are wonderful. But also isn't ham like the worst pig meat like taste wise? I mean, no. He did say that it's a what cheap What would you cut. say is worse? I would ha- I would rather have a uh, I uh, I would rank them as like a well-cooked pork chop that's not too overcooked. Ooh, That'd probably be number 1. Great. Uh uh sausage, a good sausage. You I know, love a quality sausage. Uh, and then probably like the, uh, you know, a well-cooked bacon where it's not too stupid crispy. A thick cut. It's just got a little bit of crisp to the, it and a thick cut for yeah. sure. And then I would put ham at the bottom there. Choosing the worst cut of pork is like saying that Ringo is the worst beetle. Like it, it's, it's a lesser among equals, you know, there, yeah, it, the, I disagree. The, the, every pork is delicious. I mean, uh, but uh, the best cut of pork is well-cooked pork belly. Come oh on. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. And pork tenderloin I think is one of the best cuts of meat. Yes. I think that pork a good pork tenderloin can rival a lot of beef cuts. It's an amazing it's cut of meat. It's very good, yes. Yeah. Um and then I agree with you James that you can there you can have an amazing pork chop. There there yeah. is. Yeah. Pork chops have a lot of potential and I think people who grew up with like dry dare knock shake and bake. Okay. I, no, 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 no. It's all shake there's nothing so wrong good. with there's nothing wrong with shake and bake. It's overcooking stuff to where it's yes. dry and tough. Because you can have pork like it's not you can as have pork medium rare. Yeah, it's not like yeah. chicken where right. you you have to have because it. it's red meat. Yes. Yeah, it's it's that whole campaign of the the other white meat that I think made people afraid to have uh, pork on the more rare side, even though mm-hmm. that's it's so much tastier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Ross. <laughs> I was talking about pork for seven minutes. I was going to say you, you like, Grizzle. You do so much work to write this uh, campaign, and we have had at least two, at least two prominent butcher characters, and none of us have, none of them have talked to us about meat the way that you just talked to us about meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, one of them was trying to kill us. To- trying to kill yes. us there one of you was trying to one of them was trying to kill you That's and then true. what what is the other one papo's uh yeah lady hildy hilly hilly hildegard i believe was her full name well she can fuck off if she was gonna kill papo um she was <laughs> we've gone over this and one day we Papo might. was not yeah papo was what not if- supposed to live <laughs> What if we get stranded on an island and our magic powers get taken away because of some D&D bullshit and we have to stay there for 30 days in a competition reality show and all we have is Popo? <laughs> Popo's dying. This is this is a behind nope. the scenes, guys. Gressel watches shit and then he sneaks it into the show. And right now <laughs> he's true. watching Survivor. So don't be Lots surprised when That's that true. legitimately shows up. And it so happen. Travels. Yeah. It happened once before to us. So. It could happen. That's again. true. <laughs> you did get transported to a to a desert island. Um, five castaways. Um, <laughs> boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, At Awakened Beauty on Twitter asks us uh, while we're talking about food, what's the first meal you're going to have together when it's safe? Uh, well, we've had meals together. We've had meals together, yeah, because we're a pod. So we had... An, uh, and not thanks. just a podcast, a social pod. A social oh, yeah, yeah. podcast. Hey. <laughs> um, but we haven't really done anything for the show, just like it, it's timing and stuff. And we, we, we're, we still are trying to be like judicious about when we do see each other. But we did have Thanksgiving and we had Christmas, which were two amazing Oh my gosh. Meals. I still think about oh that God, crab. King crab. Yeah. I think about it. I yeah. think about it, dude. You changed lives for that Christmas. night, Grassel. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I believe in my my family's traditional Christmas Eve dinner of steak and crab legs is one of the best meals possible. Yeah, um, I'm a believer. So, uh, but for the show, I I do really this the the uh, the Middleton the the meal that inspired the Middleton quest um, is raclette. 
which is a, a yeah, slowly um, and with like the most dulcet tones. Please describe this cheese dish. <laughs> Raclette is a type of uh, alpine cheese that is slowly warmed um, and melted and then scraped away onto various um, cheese delivery systems, breads and meats and uh, pickles. All right, this is not as salacious like as I was looking for. Maybe if we can like punch this up. <laughs> put the cheese put some cheese in the the pickles you put yeah you melt some cheese put it on the bread (laughs) yeah you want it's good you want cheese pickle (laughs) cheese pickle I need cheese pickle make that that's good that was uh, it was something that I came across a while ago um, and uh, can't wait to make it for it's been like years I've been waiting for you guys to get to this point so that we can have raclette. And I actually do really want to, unlike other, you know, dishes that are, have been um, difficult to find ingredients for because of COVID and whatever. This one, I want to make sure that we have when, when Middleton, when, when you guys get there, Um, because I just, I think it's a fun, the whole idea of it is that it's like meant to be shared and everything. And um, I, I really want to, um, I really want to make sure that the raclette happens. So that's that's the next one that we're gonna that we're gonna do for the show. That sounds delicious. I'm so intrigued. Do you guys? Uh, there's a thread on Twitter replying to a D and D and D tweet with questions. If you guys want to poke, look at mm. it and see if there's anything that catches your eye, we can answer. I'm gonna look and and just. Um, there was one that I did want to uh, answer. That I saw earlier. Because it's an interesting question that I think you guys will find an interesting answer that I think you guys will find interesting. Oh yeah, Andrew uh, uh, Grindinger on Twitter asks, "How far in advance do you write out your chapters? Is it mostly ideas that you adapt to the player choices? I find that writing too much in stone just ends up with a lot of content on the cutting room floor. Yes, a lot of content ends up on the cutting room floor. Um, I change stuff every week based on what the characters do, but." What's interesting about um, the kind of big picture stuff is I laid out a lot of it back after season one when I wrote the journal, the Plinther and Velamore mm-hmm. journals. Um, so the big kind of areas and the big beats and stuff have been written for a long time. And one thing that I've recently uh, that been confronted with as we've gotten to Middleton is I wrote a lot of the beats for Middleton years ago in the thick of the trump era and now some of the stuff feels weird interesting and, and how so and it's i don't want to be spoiler oh, sure, but like sure. there's yep. there it's just it's just interesting that there's a lot of you know like the whole genesis of the show and of the story and everything started in 2016 into 2017 when you know we in la were googling like nuclear bomb blast radius yeah. and shit like you know like so russia yeah, um, i was just talking to chelsea about that last yeah time. like the times 2017 was fucking was. wild so in a not good way in a yeah in a not good way so and obviously things have not, have we've had different brands of of terrible since um but uh it's weird kind of to go back to some of these ideas that have, that I wrote so many years ago and and now revisit them in a, with a different perspective. So uh, there's some stuff that's very old and there's some stuff that's very new. Is there stuff that's very blue? (laughs) There's some stuff that's very blue. (laughs) That's just Zabbos. Like the harvest festival and all that stuff was new. Um, that was totally new when it happened, but some of the, these big things, yeah, I'll probably have to revisit and, and, and tweak because it, it, they feel weird now, um, because they're so, they're, they're old. Um, but yeah. It's like, it's like not Uh, what you want to talk about anymore. It's kind of, yeah, it's not what I want to talk. It's not really what I want to say. It's not the story I want to tell. It's, it just like, I don't want to give you know, air to that stuff. Like it, it's not. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, that's, that's just how it goes though. You know, writing is rewriting. I have a, then uh, what's rewriting? 
What's what's rewriting a pain in the ass? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's my least favorite. It's, my it's the worst part. part. Really, you I know. feel like the yeah. Genesis oh, yeah. is the hardest, like the worst part. No, Genesis, you just whatever you just yeah. take from brain, put in, put down in words. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be. Good. Oh, teach the me how. Rewrite is the rewrite the is where draft, it's like, the outline is the best part. Yeah, yeah, because you can just fucking write whatever, and then when you go back to rewrite, that's when you're like, I'm an idiot, and this has to be good now. Oh no! Wow, my brain. <laughs> you don't so have backwards. four years of continuity to. <laughs> there's no right way to do it there's no right or wrong way to do it yeah but beth you can look at something and then make it appear on a piece of paper yeah that's a talent i can't and the hard the worst part of that is for sure like page like how to start Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a trailer for me i don't know what am i supposed to do here it's a blank blank timeline the blank (laughs) the blank page sucks yeah you just got to start doing it and then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah this works this works an empty timeline whatever whatever your equivalent of a blank page is we all sympathize with your your blank an empty pot an empty saucepan yeah empty plate yeah whatever oh yeah Yeah. what am i gonna wear An empty lot. I don't know if you're an architect or something, but like, yeah, it's there. Any whatever your blank page is, we all sympathize uh, with your blank page. I have a question here from Lou uh, at X. Yeah. Exponential. That got me for a little bit. They say, do you do any sort of uh, of pre-recording warm ups or exercises to get into your character? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that question. Sometimes I'll be like, "This is Flack Tatson," and then forget about that. <laughs> or Spaghetti Clown, I do have to be like, "Okay, how do I say?" Uh, uh, oh, is it? It's uh, it's like this. Oh yeah, there's the there's Spaghetti. All right, I got it. Yeah, and then he talks like that for <laughs> the rest all. of the day, even when we're not. And recording. it's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. And everyone loves mm-hmm. it, and they carry me around on their shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't, I don't have an exercise or warm-up either i get up um we usually make it make a cup of coffee uh have a quick bite to eat and then well we yeah but for, yeah we make a, yeah. a pot yeah yeah mike and won't then, drink uh, more than one cup though he's he is a man <gasps> of of i can't uh, routine yes routine. but like don't you don't you drink the one cup and then you're like that was so good and then what do you do at that Dude, point when no, you're like that was really I good i don't have you just that's stop. what's so interesting Isn't about that coffee incredible? I drink one cup of coffee and think, oh, my breath smells so bad. What do I need to eat <laughs> to get my breath to smell okay? And I don't, once I get my breath smelling okay, I don't want to go back and drink coffee because it makes <laughs> my breath stink. Especially if you eat a banana while drinking coffee. I just, it's the absolute most repulsive, one of the most repulsive things. Uh, smell wise? In, in my mouth. Sure, what? Like my breath. <laughs> With coffee and bananas. Guys, this is gross. I'm sorry, but this is... Dude, I remember when I was a real little kid, I once told my mom, like, ew, your coffee breath smells bad. And she was like, that's rude. <laughs> like, But, you know, uh, just little kids. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, coffee breath is a thing. It's nasty. So I drink one cup of coffee. And then uh, to go back to uh, Lou's question, um, yeah, no, I, I don't. It sounds like maybe anything. you have a banana and coffee and then you hate yourself. And, and then, then I hate myself. Record. And then... No, well, well that <laughs> explains Flash. Yeah. No, 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 no. What I initially was going to say before we got on the coffee banana thing was that I just bring myself to Fletch because Fletch is a lot of me, a lot of insecurities, mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, not really. Yeah, a, a lot of insecurities. So, uh, no, I don't have any warm up. Well, I have a routine, but that's just my life. <laughs> that's my everyday <laughs> life. I do have a warm up for kill counts. I do like just a little, but that's a different voice. That's like a yeah. You have your host. That's also a different voice. show. It's totally James. different. Yeah, uh, we're not we're talking about kill counts. Okay, fine. I just won't include any outside information, Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, that's probably good. Everybody probably loves to hear that. <laughs> not not included in the assignment, James. <laughs> okay, James, doing I extra wish. credit. I wish we did warm ups like silly, easy improv warm ups together. Oh, you know no, you. You know what our warm up is? Is the fucking hour of casual conversation we have before <laughs> true. every time like we actually get into the story because we meet at eleven usually on Saturdays and it's usually around noon that Gressel's like, "All right, what do you say we get?" And then he uses a different transition every time. Like, uh, "How about 
this fantasy world. How about we get into there? <laughs> he, does. Uh, he doesn't sound quite as Goldblum when he does it. But I think you're uh, missing the point where he, he he does it 30 minutes into the 11. Oh, for sure. <laughs> there guys, are you guys ready to record it? And everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it goes quiet for a second. And then someone will be like, what's the deal with coffee breath? And then all of a sudden we're just <laughs> on him for another half an hour. It's the downside to being friends, like being such yeah. good friends with each other when you try to make Dang a product. It. For sure. There have been uh, at least two, may, probably more times in COVID where we have spent the entire allotted recording time bullshitting. Mm-hmm. And then there's been no episode. <laughs> and then we've gone off. Uh, <laughs> and then we don't record. What are, what, what are we going re- to put out on, <laughs> on Wednesday? Back when uh, Beth and I and Jeff were doing Fresh Plays, we would have warm ups. We'd have improv, like improv exercise warm ups to get us into the like jokey fun mood 5,000 podcasters walk into a bar the bartender yeah. says I can't serve 5,000 podcasters the podcasters say why not and the bartender says because you you don't sound good yet stuff like that oh, and they were like all right well that didn't really that good didn't warm-ups. go well but <laughs> I haven't had my warm-ups yeah. for my warm-ups <laughs> man there's a there's a there's a bunch of good ones um I really like this one go for it Eldon TMA spoilers at NB Kenobi <laughs> Good name. <laughs> Asks if you guys could insert yourself as NPCs into the game, how would the team encounter you? I was just going to pick the same. Really, question. it's a great yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, what is this question? So J- there is an NPC, James A. Janice. Oh, how does the team meet? You? Oh, you can hear his smile. <laughs> <laughs> stinky artist woods witch type person like a like a wise old lady in the forest wasn't genevieve that that? navia navia yeah i want to be a navia type where uh you're just like you find all these murals and sketches kind of scattered throughout (laughs) the woods uh and they lead up (laughs) to this this tiny creaky tower that's covered in birds and bird shit uh, and inside is just this little five foot two redhead. <laughs> like, oh, hi. <laughs> Do you guys need directions? I'll talk to you too much about philosophy. But actually, though, that's not bad. <laughs> I mean, my current answer is probably just influenced by how the lately I've been having all these fucking 10 hour days. There's a lot going on. But I would I, I feel like uh, we'd run into James just like fucking hiking and getting away from it all. Like my sabbatical I did 10 years ago. Just like, uh, yeah, it was too much. I just gotta, I just gotta get out of here. The the other thing I can see though for you, James, though, is like the peasant in the beginning of Holy Grail who's just like overworked. <laughs> in the field. And just like, just like way, like way too smart to be just manual labor, but like just like working too hard and then just like drops everything and it's like, well, let me talk about, about the violence inherited in the system. <laughs> <laughs> Although that could also be Chelsea too. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Both of them drop all their sticks. I didn't vote for you. I didn't <laughs> vote for you. Uh I think I, I would be I would like to be encountered as a uh woods woods worker. I'd like to work with wood. Uh but I'd like to be um just mediocre at it. <laughs> you'd walk into my store and i'd be like hi welcome to my store uh i have a pl- i have lots of fun toys and they're just like little dumb i don't know what i'm doing but i'm doing it no i mean well if we're talking about mike saigon this doesn't check out for me because what is mike even mediocre at right i feel like everything <laughs> we watch this guy do it's well, like oh yeah mike's great at it thank you that's surprise do you, me- do you mean kind. more utilitarian than mediocre because like <clears throat> like I, I do you mean that you're not going to make like ornate fancy stuff but like very like because like that that Guys, that t- that like ledge that you made for behind your couch kicks ass even though it's just a it's a thanks. shelf but it's so cool and good you know I like that. i think yeah hey. there, is that that's what i would think is like very simple good oh, okay simple you let him be mediocre if I he was, wants to be mediocre yeah I was thinking <laughs> it's funny more like a duck but it's like this could be a duck or a tetris piece like it 
or an old woman, depending on which way you look at it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a duck and a bunny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just, I, I want to be not. But every, not like, he's so it. handsome that everyone's like, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> like John Hamm on 30 Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly that. <laughs> uh, I have a few NPC self inserts. You can try to puzzle out who they are on your own. <laughs> I want to, I want to pitch one for Chelsea. I want her to be like, a basement conspiracy theorist, but in a fantasy world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh God. Yeah, for sure. That's, that is a fun question. God, we got a, we got a bunch. This usually when we do D and D and D's, I spend like a week organizing the questions and like making sure that we can move through them quickly. Oh, here's one from a longtime friend of the show. Gunner Loper. Yeah. Gunner Legrand. What is one magic spell from any class list that would, drastically improve your real daily lives unseen servant (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) i got a lot of shit to do (laughs) for sure is there just i mean practically that is probably the best one that is a really useful one it could just you know wipe down walls and fucking do dishes and yeah can probably cook it can probably cook simple things it's simple tasks yeah for sure that's the one you need is there like a clean your house spell I think that's on Teen Servant. Can I, yeah. can I summon Carebert to just be here all the time? <laughs> uh, no, Carebert is a fucking person. All right. But then why does that's she spend slavery. so much time in our house doing our bidding? Because she is choosing to, and that's feminism. She can choose <laughs> to do that. All right. This if is this is Grizzle's or James's NPC insert character. <laughs> how, uh, how ethical. Are we being his unseen no, servant? Well, it's like oh, charm oh, person no. or something. No, well, uh, how ethical are we talking? Because like, I don't know how ethical Ooh, is Mike's. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at my spells and thinking uh, maybe walk on water. Water walk would be great because then I could be like, hi, guys, I'm Jesus. Check it out and walk on water and be like, <laughs> hey, if you guys want to give me a dollar for being Jesus. Great. And then you just. <laughs> Yeah, but then but then you only get one spell and people are like, oh, do the wine one. And then you're like, you just run away. From <laughs> I just run water. away on the water. Yeah, exactly. run away on- so A that would help my daily Jesus life. <laughs> I, I do feel, though, like Unseen Servant would be very, very useful. Yeah, practically. practically, yes. Yeah. More All so than like, f- yeah, you're not going to fireball people like, no. <laughs> I mean, levitate could help me get up to those gutters I need to clean out. But uh, then again, unseen servant can just climb up a ladder. I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to include things like wish, right? Like, what? no, we're not going to. That's 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 too. Well, too I guess much. stuff like suggest or whatever. Yeah, would be good. Oh, I like, like my, yeah, those, mind manipulation spells. Like, are, I just want to rely on my own skills to get that kind of thing. I just yeah. need some shit around the house taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> Dimension. Oh, door. in that case, what is Zabbos' spell that can uh, buff somebody and make them smarter or stronger? Oh, enhance ability. Enhance yeah, ability. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. Ooh, enhance ability would be good. Because that that has you can do multiple different uh-huh. things with it, and you yeah. can situationally be like Exa- the situational thing. Yeah. Shulk. Oh, it, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Shulk. <laughs> yeah, it's moving day. Gonna gonna go ahead and bull strength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told Mike last night we crawled into bed, and it was like three in the morning, and I was totally slap happy. And I just touched the headboard. We have a, a pretty impressive headboard on our bed. And I told him, like, did we buy too heavy of a headboard? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Mike, if I have to move and you're not around, I can't I can't own furniture that I can't move by myself. It makes me scared. <laughs> it's a thing I have to consider. I'm very weak and small. He laughed and didn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> but with Our strength. headboard is like kind of metal, and I regret it every time that Porgy's eyes hit it. And it's oh, very loud. Oh, it clicks. Ding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hate headboards. James Agenie sleeps with a porgy stuffed animal. Well, it's a pork stuffed animal named Porgy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's yes, he so is, gross. He is the okay. Don't need that slander. <laughs> but he is the perfect size to have my arm around him. He also functions as a wonderful pillow when I'm laying in bed watching TV. It's like the perfect amount to just prop my head up. It's great. It's a good, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Jeff at Otterbon88 asks, do you think the characters from the one-off live session will ever make an appearance in the main story? And yeah. or do you think you might do another one of those sessions again? Did you say yes, James? You think yeah. that the, the from the one shot are going to be in the main story? I'm pretty sure you have said before that what's his name is going to be in there. Well, he might have been what? referring to some other person if he said what's his name. <laughs> yeah. Wh- wh- no, the, which- uh, the fucking guy at the festival oh from your from your like separate and little Chelsea's, yeah oh yeah oh, but I, I don't think oh. that's that's what that's not that's what, not this what they're talking about. about they're 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 talking about our uh our like one our one shot where you guys had new characters from at, that we did after our like huge recording break oh um, yeah yeah the, no the, probably not then yeah I mean, no maybe oh, i no. hope mine isn't that was a that was the worst <laughs> i've ever done on a microphone. Uh, Mike uh, definitely, I think, stole the show <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I I, don't think those those aren't, I think, going to make it to the main story. Um, and do do we think we'll do another? I, I, I think a, a one shot sometime or like new characters would be would be fun if if the situation is right for it. But I, I think I would want to do like new characters. Like I don't think we would go back to those ones. Like the mm-hmm. point of doing like a one shot like that would be, oh, let's play in, let's play in a new space mm-hmm. with new tools. Um, and I, I wouldn't want to go back to that well necessarily. Um, you know, and and part of the point of those is that they're one shots. They're they're often done fun and and little goofy side things. Um, the main story is the main story, and we're gonna you know keep going with that. Uh, ba 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 slow king of games uh asks what's everyone's favorite part of the new logo oh, oh man oh man right, bring it up it's so good yeah it's, it's un- so good i think the dragon eye the dragon eye is pretty so great good. i do want to just yeah. point out that there have been three or four questions uh that were very similar to this one asking yeah. like what is your favorite yes. part what is what yeah well that might also be because beth uh tweeted that she could talk about, <laughs> about the logo hint hint, which and was then I retweeted <laughs> with another hint hint, <laughs> but it, it deserves it. it. It's so fucking good because I, I I definitely want to talk about the logo because it's so fucking. The good. eye so, is amazing. I'm so proud the of this thing. Ramen bowl. Um, the ra- the the the, the yakisoba yaki bowl is looks, stupid. Looks <laughs> I, I've said this a few times, I think, on air, where like I feel like it's the kind of thing where there would be a TikTok that's like how to make the yakisoba from Beth's logo in real life. <laughs> like <laughs> it's one of those things that like how people recreate anime food. Really? Like it's just so yeah, I think it's I think it's spectacular. I think it's like like people are gonna like people should you should do this. I'm not even going to say people are going to do it. I'm going to say you should do this, listener. Go find like a king trumpet mushroom to arrange arrange perfectly, just like Beth did in the bowl. Like it's so unbelievably good. Man, that's not even my favorite part of the logo. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, lo- I'm I'm turning and looking at at it up. On, I already have it framed and up on my wall. Um, nice. I don't know. I can't choose. I'm so happy everybody it's, likes the eye. I thought for sure Fluggy would be everyone's number one. Well, I mean, he's great, too. He's great. He's a little a Disney princess sidekick over here. <laughs> Fluggy oh, is unbelievable. I just uh, I clicked the banner image on the D&D Twitter account, and it's the, oh, the, the old one. The old the f- logo. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> it's fucking fantastic, but comparing them is incredible. It is crazy. Well, uh, it, it's so cool to see them all in a row. Like, I have my mm-hmm. wall where you can see the progression, and it's just... Yeah, it turns out if you draw a lot over time, you get better. <laughs> and you don't have to... Is, is that weird Is that weird for, for us to say, Beth? No, it's not weird, weird at all. It, that, that's okay. the truth, and it's uh, it's cool to see it in action. Because I, you know, I live stream and I talk a lot about being an artist and I encourage a lot of people to pursue making things regardless of whether or not it's going to be their career. Um, But it's nice to have evidence of uh, continued focus of study. What am I trying to say? It's nice to have evidence of continued focus of study resulting in uh, better pieces. Because I look at this Mm -hmm. season's D&D and D logo, it's like the best thing I've ever drawn. 
I love it so much. No, I was going to ask. I was like, do you think that's like one of the best things I think things it's one of done? the best things I've done. I've done a lot of really cool things and I've done a lot of stuff that like you can't really compare like animated music videos versus sure, a logo. Yeah. The different kind of stories are being told there. But um, I mean, my favorite media that exists is media that uh, transforms over time when the user interacts with it. So um, anime intros, for instance, or like video game introduction media. Uh, you sit down and you play you play Kingdom Hearts 3, and if you've ever watched the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3, the opening, and you haven't played Kingdom Hearts, it's just kind of like lights and mirrors. It's pretty and it's cool, and you're like, oh, there's a lot going on here. But if you played Kingdom Hearts, then that video has a, you have a totally different experience with it because you know all of the characters, you know what they're going through, you know what those environments are. There's symbolism mm -hmm. and uh, the interactions that are weighty with meaning that you have to infer. And what's so cool about being able to make the logos is that if you are coming to the show for the first time, you look at the logo and you're like, oh, cool, this is colorful and it seems fun. And then you listen to the podcast, go back to the logo and go, oh, that's the food that they ate in season in episode five. And, oh, I recognize that little turtle. It's supposed to represent the turtles. And oh, my favorite part, weirdly, uh, is what was the most challenging thing to to paint. And I'm really, really happy with how it turned out. The spaghetti fork. Mm -hmm. I love that spaghetti fork. And if you're like dinner in Dungeons and Dragons, you go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Fork out a spaghetti. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And then you finish season but three. Actually, and you know exactly what yeah. that spaghetti fork's all about. It's so cool to make work like that. I'm so happy that we've been a that that like the platform allows us to have the different logos for the different seasons now. Yeah. So that when like as people are coming to the show for the first time, they have that experience that you were just talking about where like when they go and listen to, to 201, 201 has season two's logo on it. 301 has three season three's logo on it now. So like they're going to have that experience. And I think it's so amazing that like you have like that. That's one of the things that I think makes the dragon eye so special. Mm -hmm. And the, the Ivacome reflection in it is such a, a, a master stroke. I think it like uh, there's just such <clears throat> having that perspective, I think allowed you to create something truly wonderful. Yeah. And, and, and like where if you didn't have that, in your brain that like from a, a, a user experience, does that make sense? I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, like thinking about it as a, as a piece of art you're creating is one thing, but also thinking about it so in the way that people it. are experiencing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is, is that makes, it just makes it so special. Um, my favorite part though, uh, is the, uh, if I had to choose, it, it's the, uh, the, the Omber coast logo. Because I sent Beth a very shitty sketch of, of what that lo of what that logo was, and then Beth t took it out of my brain and made it into. I mean, all this, all a bunch of this stuff is taking things out of my brain and making them real, and that's one of, that's one of the things that really makes me really emotional about Beth's artwork for this show. But like that one especially was like that really hit me in a, in a, in, a, in a special way of like this is because they're like one of the main villains and like this whole thing mm. is, is really, that's just like a, a thing that like, Oh, now they're real. Um, it's a thing. That's a thing that I struggle with as a writer is it does things, things that I create don't feel real because yeah. they're not tangible. You know, I don't know if you feel this way, James, before you shoot stuff, mm -hmm. but like um, it just doesn't feel like, and you you kind of mentioned this too earlier, like where like it doesn't feel real because it's not something that you can like see and interact with. Um, but that's something that I kind of struggle with as like my art is somehow less than because it's not visual art. You can't just show it to somebody and be like, here's the thing that I made. It's like, oh, here's this, you know several hundred page document you would have to <laughs> ingest in order to understand the thing that I made. Um, and even then it's, you, it's probably incoherent, but it's not incoherent <laughs> <laughs> talking to a kingdom hearts fan. I can follow. <laughs> uh, I love the logo. A bunch of people asked about the logo yeah. and, uh, the, the logo is super, super special. Yeah, uh, Ratchop.cool. Go buy it. Ratchop.cool. Now it's open. open. 
Nice. Finally open. You can get any of the logos. I think Maybe. eventually we're going to end up uh, retiring season one, season two, and just keep up with the seasons that we're on. Um, get them now. So if you want them, get them now. Yep. Get them now. Uh, Bones at patron 634 uh, asks, while we're talking about the logo, when Beth is designing a new icon for the podcast, does she ever accidentally end up using events from previous seasons and having to scrap an idea? I don't think so. Not, not so far. There's a similar question. Uh, give me a second and I'll find it. Because I, I, I'm curious if, yeah, if, if it's been like, oh, fuck, that was the end of... Because the seasons have been pretty distinctive. They have, but season three was mm. so long that trying to figure <laughs> out... Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, Four's going to be longer, I have a feeling. Really? Um, trying to figure out if the watermelon, when the watermelon happened. Yeah. Because the watermelon happened super early season three. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was season three? Yeah. Not that, was, that was Jesus. session one, I think, of season three, because we were still dealing with Fletch being Rupert. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the watermelon, yeah, was it was like a, a holdover from events okay, of season that two. Because that's yeah. something I always try to do. I want each character to be represented at some by something on the table. Um, mm-hmm. And so Fletch is the watermelon. Flack is the spaghetti fork. Margarine is the miso soup because beans. Uh, excuse me, Flagetti is the <laughs> spaghetti fork. So are you saying that Flack <gasps> is not is represented not here? Represented here? <laughs> oh. Wow. Oops. I mean, I mean, you're actual flack. That can't be true. No, wow. fluggy, 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 fluggy. Yeah, yeah. Fluggy. <laughs> panic, panic. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zabbis's cut hair. Zabbis's shorn hair is on the top. Oh um, God! What's funny here? And of course, Juno's cow. <clears throat> yeah, the Dude, cow. You made so many people sad with that. Hell yeah. Yeah, good yeah. job. I love to yeah. inspire emotional reactions with artwork. Yeah, me too. Wait, does does Juno peace out at the beginning of four? No, end of three. End of three? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, some people asked if if uh, if there would ever be a, a Juno cameo. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, if there's a story reason for it or whatever, definitely not closing the door for that. Um, Just got to get off that Tinkerbell wire wire first. <laughs> that was a very funny bit i i i do like all all due respect to joel and juno as a character i do like absent juno being a punchline <laughs> I, I actually don't because like it feels weird that we're making jokes at like this character who was with us but now he's not here to defend himself but you've d- you've done it so well where like every time your characters will do that and then like you'll be like oh i miss juno or like maybe we'll see like with the with the the harebrained idea of you guys running into you from the past <laughs> like oh <laughs> you know i think it's it's judicious too it's not overused it's been twice that we've done it in you know almost a year yeah so. and it's incorporating him into the world in a way that makes sense for the arc of his character too like the yeah for sure governmental uh stimulus checks that he sent out you know <laughs> yeah he's got all the safety nets that they have to activate now after the disaster mm-hmm. um da uh, Dr. Rachel Schulte asks, uh, which player takes most notes during a session? Do you, do any of you take notes? I think everybody takes notes. Yeah. James was just talking about if I could hear his keyboard while he was taking notes last time. So I mean, Beth's is louder. I, I, sure. Now I have to keep that in. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's extra work. What is this screen? I pulled up command screen. Whoa, guys. <laughs> I think I just hacked into my computer. Whoa. Whoa, wow. That. The movies and TVs weren't lying. That is how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. Beth probably takes some most notes, I would imagine, of of the, the four of you still around. Joel took a Joel lot of notes. Joel would be number Joel, one. Yeah, Joel was, was number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my notes. And he would take very, it like finely very, written. Yeah, they were cursive. Cursive notes. Well, that's just how he writes. It's beautiful. beautiful. He has beautiful handwriting. Yeah. Can't believe he writes in cursive. As somebody with bad it's, handwriting. It, it, it was always yeah. envious to glance over at his notebook. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sure. I, I yeah, my handwriting has gotten uh, exponentially worse 
over the last couple of years. I think everybody's got yeah. two modes, right? There's the uh, handwriting for you, where if you look at it, you're like, this is just scratch on paper. And then there's handwriting that you think other people might read. And that looks a little bit neater. I hacked mine. I just write in all caps now, and it it changed mm-hmm. my life. I started that. It's tough. Yeah. I, I switch back and forth. Um, I have a good question here. Uh, we just received yeah, yeah. it from Christian Holm Skyam at Skyam Holm. Uh, it says, if you all had to agree on one movie that you, you would have to watch repeatedly for 24 hours straight and everyone would have to watch it all together as a group in person, what movie would it be? Us as people, not our characters? Us as people. Us as people. You said 24, 24 hours, hours straight? We would all have to watch it together. Just do fellowship, fellowship. extended six yeah. times. Yeah. Right? That's only six times. Yeah, I, I would happily watch fellowship six we times. We have to agree, row. guys. What else we have to agree. Um, Princess Mononoke <laughs> for me. That's no, not a bad choice we either. We have to agree. <laughs> we have to agree. <laughs> I would be fine with either uh, of those choices. I would choices. say a goofy movie or Spirited Away. No, we have to agree. We have to agree. <laughs> Spirited Away is not a bad choice either. Goofy movie, I feel like, would get old. Uh, maybe, Dang. maybe, uh, Billy Madison? No. No. Okay. no. I would, I would watch Fellowship <laughs> no. over Billy Madison. Uh, yeah, we have well, to have a March Madness we, bracket. We'd have to watch us. Billy Madison like 12 <laughs> times, yeah? That's Where Fellowship thing, would be six. Is, yeah, I think six that's that's appealing for Damn, Fellowship. Damn, that is appealing. That six times is not a long... That's I not mean, many times, yeah. You get to hear they're taking the... or uh, No... Uh, that's in cr- that's in uh crab line towers from oh is that towers? Oh, crab line from dunlin is fellowship crab line take from the dunlin, hobbits to isengard yeah. Is, yeah yeah damn is and now i was gonna say christian can we because like i will fall asleep but it's 24 hours straight why don't we just lean all the way in and commit to a baloney movie and it strengthens our friendship like we'll just watch was it Hot funny Rob's people funny, funny people Funny people sucks. I know it doesn't. But that, won't, that, won't that, we be that, stronger that for having one? engaged with it for so long? Won't we come out at the end having experienced something traumatic oh, and bonded together? Well, then do fucking food fight if that's no. What you want to do. Oh god, that oh, was a food fight would that make was me a hate singular experience. Guess what? Yeah. Hey, guess who uh, directed Food Fight? And it's his only movie he's ever directed. The guy who produced the Mortal Kombat movies. Oh boy. The, the 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 first two, not yeah. the, the latest one. You, you know all about Mortal Kombat now. Yeah. <laughs> I still enjoyed the first the one. First that second fun. one was uh, a bummer. The second one. That, have you watched them with Mike or no? Uh, no, I wasn't allowed. What? No, 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 no. With the process. No. The process, I, James. I can't. I'd slow down the process. It, it would slow I can't down the watch process. It uh, uh, wait, I'm sorry. Can you explain <laughs> this? Yeah, James. So, uh, had I decided to sit on the couch and watch both Mortal Kombat movies with Beth, I would have to come back over yeah. to my computer and then mark things out as I remembered them. So okay. uh, it would be me watching the movie twice when right now we Got were it. on a huge deadline. So I needed to watch them by myself. We are. Yes, we are. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> well, well, I want Beth to watch the new one with us. I, do. I mean, I guess you don't. I don't need know to if watch she's going to watch the what? new one. <gasps> I'm going to watch the Red Band trailer and see how I feel. I'm very squeamish about blood and gore and guts and punches. Um, the so f- I, the Mortal Kombat movie might not be, might the, movie not be the movie for you. The first two were like I actually had the. Uh, it reminded me of Ninja Turtles, but. In like yeah. because uh, the choreographer, the fight choreographer was the same, Pat Johnson. Oh, Holy oh. shit! Yeah, no kidding. Yep. That makes me feel great because yeah, the whole time I was like, all right, they're not slicing people up. Like, it's, oh no, it's 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 Power, Power Rangers. Rangers, it's Ninja yeah, Turtles. It's yeah, you have the weapons, yeah. but you don't really use them. And then I think in the new no. Mortal Kombat, it's oh. very much they use them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah Sub Zero stabs Scorpion and then freezes the blood that comes out of him and stabs <laughs> him with the. It's frozen so blood. fucking cool, but uh, I don't think it's gonna be for Beth. So we'll have it her watch. Sounds very that. creative, <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so much. It looks very very cool. The new one. Uh, so I guess uh, Fellowship. Yeah, it's agreed. I guess Fellowship. Yes. Wow. I mean, Planet Earth, but Fellowship, fine. 
Planet, oh, Planet Earth's not, not a movie. movie. I was going to suggest that. Oh. I just want like beautiful score and large sweeping shots and Fellowship does that. That's Fellowship, yeah. Yeah. It does. I mean, yeah. We could do Lawrence if you want. But. Of Arabia? Oh, uh, that would... that that No. I, I feel like even a second time in a row with that would, <laughs> would be a, a bit of a chore. <laughs> a, a masterpiece as it is. Did, this is a question from Dylan Simmons uh, at Sim, uh, Simadil0441. Uh, did any of you almost play a different character or class? And if so, what made you decide to be who you are? And I'm going to expand this question uh, into uh, now that we've been doing this for so long and you guys are more familiar with D&D, is there any class or race or anything species that you guys like would want to do if we were starting now? No, no, you're, you you're, love you're ranger. happy with that's well, the storm ranger specifically, because I feel like if we went with like the regular ranger that existed at the time, you would be very frustrated. Yes. I really like the homebrew yeah. that we've created. Um, I, you know, in games, yeah. Fletch is a good character. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. I agree. Like what? Because when I when I first started D&D, I came into it with the um, this may sound goofy, but the Diablo two mindset. Um, like the old sure. role playing games, um, and I thought I love playing sorceresses, um, or sorcerers in Diablo, um, and also I like the um using a bow and arrow in real life. So I was like, I don't know, I feel like sor- like I I knew uh, Chelsea was gonna go sorceress, um, or sorcerer, or sorry, magic, yeah. Sorry, magic user. Yeah. Um, so I decided I'll, I'll do long range. Um, I want to be quick on my feet because that's what I did in, in Skyrim was I wanted to be a stealthy mm-hmm. archer that could take down um, a dragon with one arrow because I saw it like a build for it or whatever. So I was like, I want to do that. I want to be a badass <laughs> archer. So that's I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I'd want to play anybody else other than a magic user. Yeah, I feel like I've said this at some point in one of these things, but i tried playing more against my my natural type uh in an earlier game that we did years and years ago yeah what was i i was like a you were a paladin a paladin like a super serious like a really serious religious like revenge paladin yeah (laughs) yeah and it was like it was it was just forcing it too much so for this i definitely wanted to be just you know goofster and uh (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't know if I would want to do something else because this is the easiest for me. <laughs> Every session we played in that campaign, we we didn't play it long, but it was it was us and and, and Chelsea and a, fr- and a friend of ours, Mark. Mark, uh, who and, I basically <laughs> stole his. Yeah, <laughs> Mark played a bard and every session I could feel James just like green with envy every time <laughs> Mark got to be just a goof around <laughs> shit so state good. and like <laughs> and James had to be like serious and and. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, uh, that was a. That that was a fun little short campaign though. It, Chelsea played a druid, and and it it uh, panic bear will live forever in our uh, our collective <laughs> memories. Um, uh, Randy L says, "I'm still behind. Y'all still alive? Well, yes and no. <laughs> parts of us died <laughs> in 2020, um, and other parts, yeah, lived on. Um, whole story themes have." Both Juno and Flack died. Yeah. Yeah. Flack would go on the kill count. Mm. Yeah. Um, So would Fluggy. But then they didn't. Yeah, Yeah, Fluggy certainly did. Yeah, and so would Jason Chown. Um, It's not definitive. (laughs) (laughs) Popo's going to go on there. Wow. (laughs) See, there there is a question about Papo. I want to find it. There's because it was uh um somebody asked How about the question on the Reddit of why does Margarine put up with assholes like Flack? (laughs) (laughs) James messaged me privately about this. I did. I was like, look at this shit. (laughs) I saw it, but I did I, I laughed. I giggled. On it. Mike told me about it, and I was in the kitchen. And I was like, "Oh, Marjorie has uh, she makes bad choices in men." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh, funny! I th- there was th- so there were some listeners who who responded with like you know good character based analysis that uh, I will will you know not confirm or deny as you know you can you can interpret the show how you want, but mm-hmm. I think that there was some good character based analysis as to why Marjorie would do that from my perspective that I 
may or may not agree with. Here's the here's the Papa question. Uh, Shannara Valentino asks, what if there was a Flagetti version of Papo? <gasps> what would he be like? And I feel like this would just be a, a tray of of. He would like turn into like a tr- uh, an oversized comical tray of sausage that was sentient. <laughs> what? No, that's Ew. so goofy. <laughs> that's yeah, gross. but like, how does he fit into the poster? Why wouldn't you paint him like a clown? Yeah, you would be a clown paint. I- I'm thinking. I'm like thinking a hat? To, to base it off of the spaghetti clown poster. Okay, like that's uh, that's you know. So I, how- th- I think you're restricting yourself too much. I'll I'll <laughs> paint you a new spaghetti clown poster that has flagetti. Uh, flipping his fork, the noodles are just cascading all around, and uh, he's suspended in the air as if he is leaping for joy. And Papo underneath him, also leaping for joy. They are upon I one do another. Like this. They're not upon one another. Flagetti is riding Papo, but they are they are in they are they are twisting in the air. And Papo's face is white with the blue around the eyes and the red nose and the dumb party hat. And he grows tusks. And grows tusks. I don't know why. Okay. But Paperno would have tusks. And there's meatballs at the ends of the tusks. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. I accept. My brain (laughs) brain just came up with an idea of you start with uh, Flagetti and Papo with normal uh, lower torsos and then they uh, get elongated torsos and they wind into each other like Spaghetti does. And then their heads (gasps) are at the top. That's so weird. So weird. Should I I do that? I don't know why. Oh yeah, my god! That, but, um, there it is. Ew! Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> I kind of like how I kind of like how weird that choice was. I was gonna be like, and he's wearing a saddle that's made of spaghetti, but this is better. I uh, if I was an artist, I'd, I'd be a weird artist. Mike, please be an artist. I want so badly to figure out how to cultivate Mike's visual imagination on the page. <laughs> MCJ asks, what major inspirations did you have that influenced your story writing? And was there a story arc that you were dying for the party to go through, but they kept putting it off? Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I can't super answer the last part without too much spoilers, but the uh, the Digidon storyline uh, was inspired by uh, molecular gastronomy. Um, and like really scientific cooking and stuff like that, stuff like spherification and things like that, that, uh, I was reading about and, um, thought, you know, that's like, you know, that's really interesting. What if, what if mad scientist, but food, um, and, uh, you know, we'll get there eventually. And yeah, we will. that's 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 exciting to me that, you know, so I can talk about Didgeridon since you guys are, already know about Didgeridon. I won't super get into too much else. I, I There was this, there was something I sketched out that I ended up um, abandoning because I could it couldn't it didn't fit into the story and it was me kind of forcing it. But I had a whole thing inspired by um, Detroit foods. Oh, um, Coney's. Yeah. I, yeah. Coney's and Detroit pizza and, you know, stuff that I love growing up. That's really regional. Um Coney's being a big part of it. And I, I had this whole, you know, like city called I called Carriage Straits that was like a, a manufacturing for for carriages, mm. manufacturing center for carriages and stuff. And it was on a river. And um, but I couldn't really fit it into the story, mm. you know, so that one kind of got abandoned. Um, so, uh, you know, that was one of the things that I think would have been really fun because it would have just been an excuse for me to make Detroit pizza and Coney's. But, um, yeah, th- that that didn't really work out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole show starts with food. I, I, I do a lot of reading and stuff about foods. I read a lot of cookbooks. And when I fi- find something interesting, the way that my brain processes it is, OK, but, you know, what if this oh god i don't even want to i don't want to spoil it i'll talk about about something that's happened um oh like uh like uh kaiseki uh we talked a little bit about kaiseki at the end of season three Mm -hmm. because i didn't get to do it but it's like an elaborate multi-course japanese meal um and when that that really kicked off the like the formality of ivakope and aluna being this like royal family and um you know if there was this like elaborate 
ceremonial meal that happened, what type of people would have that type of meal that the team could encounter. Oh, it has it's this royal family that has this very like regimented tradition. Oh, you know, that's a wizard who would take things so seriously and it just kind of snowballs from there. Um but we didn't get to do the Kaiseki because of COVID. So I guess that's <sighs> something we didn't get to do. Well, I just want to say shout out to MCJ. Uh, they're always in my Twitch chat. I was on my on my oh, nice. streams. Cool. What's up, buddy? Thanks for the question. And I, I never got to I never got to answer a previous question, and now it's bugging me. In the, oh no! Answer the it. boys don't want to. Um, the boys don't want to change their characters, and I don't want to change Marjorie either. But twofold. The first question was, uh, would you have? Is there some other kind of character that you would have played? And I can't remember if I've said this during a D and D and D and D or not. Uh, but I was between building margarine or building a a handsome thief. Mm-hmm. What is that called? Phantom thief? A rogue? A rogue? No, uh, margarine's a rogue too. Um, right, but like... But like the archetype, the, the, the handsome Stoundrel? thief of the night. Like a... a uh, like a... A burglar? Oh God, I, I know what you you're know what talking, talking about. about. Yeah. Like a yes, I know the archetype that you're talking about. Now I'm completely blanking on every compl- every example of I it. I know. It's not Phantom Thief. Uh Handsome Thief archetype. <laughs> I was gonna be like Like a cat burglar. Like a gentleman burglar. Yeah, a gentleman thief. That's those are the words that need to go together. Yeah. I was gonna play a gentleman, like a handsome, dark haired, dark eyed, dark voiced uh cocky man rogue or i was gonna play the tiny scamp margarine and turns out i love to play tiny scamps i'm really glad that i picked tiny scamp (laughs) Mm -hmm. it would have been very different very different the whole team would have such a different vibes if you had that type of personality on top of flack on top of juno if i was hercule on top of zabbis yeah yeah if you were yeah if you were hercule Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. God. And if I were to reroll a new character, fighter. I don't want to touch magic. No magic for me. I'm fine. We have spent the last I few agree. years adding more and more magic to Marjorie. Because when we get into fights, you're like, I stab it. I can't do well, anything. if I was a fighter, I could stab <laughs> it really good. But now I have to lie about how I can uh, sneak attack every time, even though I kind of can't sneak attack every time. I got called out recently <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh, well, all right. They changed when we started the game. They hadn't officially codified the rules for Swashbuckler yet, so we were using a very early unearthed Arcana version of Swashbuckler. And I think that that rule was, yeah, you can you can sneak attack every time. And then they nerfed it when they officially released it because yes, they should definitely nerf that. <laughs> but who who gives a shit? Yeah, I hit for like seventeen. Just give me this. Yeah, like we 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 do a show. We got to move through these combats. We can't spend three hours beating up something that has two hundred and fifty hit points. Like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, your table. Follow the rules you want to. You want to follow. Have fun. You know, do what's fun for your table. At my table, Marjorie gets a sneak attack every time because she's tiny, um, and unassuming. Uh, let's see. Uh, I love this question, but we can't answer it because it's going to be spoilers. Raven Patrick 18 asked what every character's nightmare monster would be. Um, but that's, <laughs> there, that's like a big part of the story because several, at several points, you guys have had to fight nightmare monsters. Um, some kind of dog for, Zabbis. yeah, dog for Zabbis. Up underwater we, for we had the, the fish monster for Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mike, what did you say? A cloud? Yeah, it was like a storm. What did you, but it what? manifests as like a cloud, and I think that's it so did. cute. <laughs> Angry clouds are scary, man. Yeah. Just in your living room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got one uh, from wait. F- uh, yeah, we never figured out what Flack was because he never rolled a. He never failed his mm. be spooked roll. Oh yeah, I would think it would be in a uh, a hostile crowd. Or an uncaring oh, yeah, crowd. Yeah, like forks and torches. Just like, you know, the the uh unruly masses just yeah. uh, uh turning on him. A, a crowd of anger that is just completely illogical and you can't reason with them. <laughs> yeah. 
Flag gets canceled. That's his fear. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you had a question, yeah, Mike? Uh, it's, uh, y'all like ham? We, we did, did that. that. That's one. Ross. That was the first I don't want to talk about it again. I really like it. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good one. I think that's that's probably it for Rapping. now. Um, yeah. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening to our uh, impromptu discussion. We'll be back to regular episodes uh, next week, probably. And yeah, check out Beth's shop. Bradshop.cool. Bradshop.cool. <laughs> Open for business. And uh our patreon patreon.com slash dnd pod uh for cool stuff there just posted a recipe card last week for those who get those um probably get a new t-shirt soon ish maybe it's gonna be spaghetti clown and uh papo <laughs> but long oh my god <laughs> oh god cursed Actually, furby <laughs> spaghetti clown that's kind of what i was thinking yeah. <laughs> yes oh that's you that's very good actually <laughs> probably move a lot of shirts <laughs> uh and yeah uh follow us on twitter dnd and pod uh email us at dnd and pod at gmail.com um and yeah listen to the next comfort food episode if you haven't already um and we'll be doing it we're releasing a new comfort foods episode later this month uh i haven't decided which one to put out yet um and i think that's that's i think that's it so um i hope this was fun i hope you guys learned something about the show or us as people or something about yourself maybe self-reflection yeah that's that's good (laughs) yeah hope this was a really life-changing hour (laughs) (laughs) thanks for all the Um, questions everybody really appreciate it yeah thank you Thank you, everybody who sent in your questions. If we didn't get to it, uh, I apologize that we spent eight minutes on Ross's dumb hair. I don't apologize. I don't apologize Uh, for that. It was a good conversation. (laughs) um, And it was very, uh, you know, it changed my opinions on on you guys, you know. We're closer for having had that conversation about ham. Gressel gets, he gets salt nightmares. Now I know. That's actually probably true. Damn nightmares. I think that's it. So thanks everybody. Uh, Do what's fun. Thanks everybody. And we'll be back next time. Do what's fun. Do what's fun. Do it. Fun. Fun. Do it. Do it fun. Do the fun. Do it. Oh, I was just going to see how long (laughs) that was. D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.